Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with Lance Lambert, fortune editor, and thus has access to people that I don't. So we get to talk to him every week, which is just so awesome. How are you doing, Lance? Doing great. Uh, loving to be here. A lot of housing data, a lot going on in the housing market. Uh, let's get into it. So what I'm going to talk about here, if you don't mind, is kind of the, you know, just talk about different people you speak with, different ranges, different calls. Uh, you know, we have Mark Zandi. Obviously, we touched on briefly in video number one. Let's hit that again. Uh, we talked. We had there's a Goldman Sachs kind of prediction out there about basically flat uh, for the net, you know, till 2026. Uh, at some point, I'll work in my opinion, maybe let you ask some questions. But uh, yeah, let's talk about Mark Zandi because he's basically saying my summary. Uh, bubbly markets could see 20%. I would call that a crash. Uh, he's even talking in the next, you know, by close of next year, uh, kind of these numbers. And then maybe, you know, the nation kind of 9, 10, 11% kind of uh, in, in true nominal price cra- uh, price drops. Do I have that right for Mark? Yeah, so Mark is 10% peak to trough, uh, 15 to 20%, and a lot of the frothy, like significantly overvalued markets. Uh, but that also means some markets like Chicago, he has a three. Um, you know, that's like the so what uh, price drop. Um, yeah, and, but the one thing about the caveat with Mark's is th- they see everything playing out very slowly through like the end of 2025. They actually have some markets bottoming in 2027. Nobody's going to get this right. None of these forecasts are going to get it right. But it's interesting to see how they range. Uh, but yeah, that's Mark's 10% nationally. Well, I think that's an important conversation because a lot of the you know the world that I play in YouTube talking about housing, everybody wants a crash. When you put crash in the title, it gets clicks. Uh, when you talk about 20% crash, it gets more clicks. So when you talk about Mark Zandi and a 20% crash it you know that's going to get clicks but what's key in this is mark understands he's an he's an economist i i still i don't claim to be an economist i do have a degree in it i have studied it but i don't i never was paid to be it housing is sticky and slower than all of these wannabe housing experts understand it's a home for 62 percent or more of people it's not it's not a stock. It's not an NFT. It's not something you could just sell in a in a minute. People have to pack up. They have to move. They have to change schools. It's an emotional decision. Today we have people locked in sub four percent, sub three and a half, sub three. It's a financial decision. So uh, I think any pain outside of markets dominated by i buyers, which we had in video one, is going to be so much slower than everybody expects. Yeah. This is going to stretch out for years, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think that's interesting. Uh, you know, one thing I would, one thing that I've come around to recently, looking closer at the numbers, is that it looks like we could get a bigger nominal drop with it being very concentrated in the markets that were up 60%. Great. Because nationally, we were up 43% 
But the vast majority of the country was nowhere close to that. It was nowhere close by the 60s and 70s. Uh, so if the Phoenixes and the Austins and the Boises are dropping 20%, and especially when you already look at the West Coast side, the Seattles, the San Francisco's, all of that, um, we could be in a situation where we get a bigger nominal drop percentage-wise than we're used to historically. Uh, well, you know, historically, there's very few at all. Uh, but we could get like a double digit, let's say. And yeah. there could be a ton of markets where it's like, where is this happening? I don't see it. Where, yeah. we, you know, uh, a little bit of that. So it, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I, I do think, though, uh, you know, you look at Mark Zandi's view, and he came to me in April and May and was like, hey, we're going into a housing correction. And he was calling for at the time 0% national growth. We, he essentially saw prices going flat and uh, five to 10% declines in the Boise's and the Phoenix's significantly overvalued. Um, but that was his outlook for five and a half percent mortgage rates. Right. The game changer here has been that the Fed had to hike faster than we expected. And there's also that mortgage rate spread. Uh, you know, we're used to like, you know, the 10, the gap between the 30 year and the 10 year being like 1.75. And what has it been around three? Yeah, so over you know, three, yep. yeah, having these mortgage rates closer to seven and having affordability be so pressurized. Um, and if you take a step back at it and you look at the amount of people losing mortgage eligibility right now, it's essentially like a credit tightening because so many people have just went over the top. Um, and that's where prices come into play. If the if we had gotten seven percent mortgage rates in 2019, fewer people would have lost eligibility because they didn't just have this two year period where prices outpaced income growth by four to one. So there's this very sharp tightening, and uh, people now know that uh, home prices can drop, so they're you know they're a little faster to act. And then these markets with high concentrations of investors. I, I think yeah. if, if I had to say why this might be a little less like maybe the 1981 story, but it's still, it's, it's not the, you know, it's not the 08 story. It's a different story. You know what the biggest um, variable that no, none of the experts are talking about that I think is critical? Hit me. So Mark Zandi's of the world and, and a lot of these other folks are, are looking at their data sets. And they're basically saying, hey, cost of capital is a seven and a half, affordability's down, blah, 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 blah. And and thus prices have to fall to get back to some equilibrium, right? We mm -hmm. it, basically we got to take the demand curve and bring it in so more people can buy. Yeah. But in, in the housing, it's again, at least the housing market, and what I'm talking about is we're having a, a housing crash, a la like 81, but it's transaction-based. So what I think, what I want people to start thinking about is, you know what, we're not, if we were going to, here's the deal. If we were going to do 6 million plus transactions in 2023, we have to have a housing crash. It has to come in 20%. Yeah. But that is the variable people are getting wrong. We are going to do 4 million, 3.8, 3.9 million transactions. And when you bring down the demand curve 25 or 30%, it's this, it, you know, prices don't have to fall that much. You have some have to buys, you have some have to sells. And there is still income and, growth too. 
Income growth. Yeah, is- and there's income growth. Exactly. That's my hope. That's why I have been saying, and I haven't changed my opinion, housing in 2025 is going to be plus or minus 1%, 2 3% of where it is today. We just pulled forward half a decade of appreciation. I think we're going to do a hell of a lot less transactions. When you add in new builds, we're going to do 50% less transactions. And because we do 50% less transactions, pricing degradation won't have to happen as bad, right? If you have a thousand TVs on your target shelf and you have to sell all thousand, you got to discount the hell out of them. But if you got three, you don't have to discount as much. So um, I think people are missing the point that we're going to do sub 4 million total transactions, sub 4.3 when you add in new construction. And that's just a whole demand supply curve different. And Nobody's looking at it. Everybody's trying to relate 6.2, 6.6 million transactions. And we're not going to be anywhere close to that. So pricing's not going to fall when you add in the nation. Yeah, Phoenix is in trouble. Austin's in trouble. Boise. But that's not the country. And oh, by the way, the iBuyers will be done. They only have so much. And they're not buying. So once they're out, they're out. So it's, that that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, you know, I, I think the wild cards are still um, inflation is the 800 pound gorilla. Uh, and yeah. where does we'll talk of, about that in video three. Where does income growth grow? Um, and this mortgage rate spread um, is, is interesting, too. Yeah, I've, I've talked about that a bunch, right? I mean, historically speaking, it's one seven to two. That's like take the 10 year plus that gets a 30 year mortgage. It's been as high as three and a half here yeah. recently. And again, I think we may have had a game-changing moment this morning at 5.30 a.m. Pacific. We'll talk about that in video three. Uh, it may be the trigger that that spread comes in. We'll talk about that in video three. So we have Mark Zandi being out on one end. Uh, you, there was a report about Goldman Sachs painting a vision about 2026 and what they were calling in housing. Do you remember that? It, so here's where Goldman is. Uh, Goldman has been essentially more in the, okay, we're going to go sideways. Uh, last month, they revised that down to an outlook of minus five to minus 10 peak to trough. Um, in my mind, five to 15 is correction. 20 is crash. Agreed. And 5% is so what? So they're kind of, uh, <laughs> they're kind of in the so what to correction um and but the official model i finally found the official model it's 7.6 percent and it's a bottoming out in march 2024 so zandy bottoms december 2025 and goldman's march 2024 and i took a look at their canadian forecast and it's unlike anything else you would see historically with home prices normally when home prices fall, there's a fight and it comes much later, like activity bottoms out. And then there's like a fight to take prices down. Mm-hmm. The Goldman Sachs model has the prices dropping faster first and then really slowing down. The Moody's model is just very gradual, little here, a little there. I would say that what we're seeing now looks a lot like the Goldman model where there's like a very sharp mortgage rate shock the places with the most risk are pricing down the fastest the phoenixes and uh you know the boises um so i i don't know it, it's a it it's an interesting story 
And I, it'll be interesting to see what things will look like once we've kind of absorbed the shock. You know, in theory, we've seen the hardest hit, I would think, in terms of the shock. Like we're absorbing yeah. it. Right now. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, the Fannie Mae model is kind of like staying flat at like a percenter here, uh, uh, like one or two percent. Um, I call that going sideways. Um, now we are starting to see like the Zondas go to 15% KPMG. I still got to publish theirs. There's this 15% as a conservative, um, yeah. and we also see a recession. So we're, we're a little all over the place and, you know, we do have the Schiller already down 1.3. Uh, but again, this story I think is going to vary so much across the country, um, yeah, I think it's very much but your buy box, your area, your city, your state. There's still plenty of the country that's it's going to be positive. There'll still be some cities and some locations where it's positive. It won't be the plus 20s we saw the last two years. That was fake. That was not real. It should never have done that. Uh, it, you know, when risk capital is zero, stupid things happen. Um, but it's going to be very interesting because again, housing is weird because it's 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 a home. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that we have in the United States that we don't have in Canada is that 30-year mortgage. Yeah. For 40 years, it was advantageous for most cycles to have an arm. It has not been that way the last 12 months and won't be that way for the next several. Mm -hmm. Canada has a real problem with their resets and their um, you know, their their mortgage rates are, are gonna go up. It, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, I, you know, that, that is, it's mind boggling. Um, the, the fact that people would lose those two. And I think some of these countries even have like 1% mortgage rates. I saw that. Yeah. Canada has some one, like 1 1.5 viewers have told me, I'm like, that's amazing, but it's only for five years. I'm like, well, I hope you're, I hope it doesn't reset at the wrong time. Cause you go from one five to four five. That's painful. Yeah. The good thing about cycles is historically, you usually don't, you know, you kind of learn from your worst ones. Um, and, you know, there's some things that we learned from that last one. <laughs> yes, exactly. exactly. Uh, so so uh, we should hopefully fare better. I think if I was an investor, I would be wanting to know right now, where's inventory moving in my market? Uh, am I one of those markets that has swung really fast, really hard? And you can go and Google realtor.com data and download the historical data and look at it monthly. I do have a recent thread where I look through and you can see the Phoenixes and the Boise's have spiked. Did you see Milwaukee in there? I didn't know. They're down? like all the way at the bottom. Yeah. They're down year <laughs> over year. I'm like, yeah. And somebody who is an investor in Chicago, he's like, don't share that. I want to keep that one a secret. What of my guests, one of my guests brings on Vegas data, Brian Lebo, shout out Brian. He's like, dude, I peaked, right? They raced up to 8,100. I think it was. And now he's just like, you know, flat. Yeah. So, and then that's the other thing is I would be looking at inventory data for my market and then try to find resale listings. I would even go to like your local auditor site and search for Redfin and open door. Cause you know, they have resale listings and see what they bought it for and what they're selling it for. Cause the thing is people are sharing all of these home listings uh, with these big cuts, but it's like you it's not a resale. So I don't know what it was at the peak. Uh, but if you can get those spring ones that are up now on the market again, to kind of get a little more of a proxy. And another thing is these median sales prices are skewed. 
they're skewed further down than prices have actually fallen. You've yeah. tweeted that and John Burns Real Estate Consulting too is uh, just the top of the market. Uh, you know, you're not m moving many multi-million dollar homes right now. Yeah, luxury, luxury is really hit. Luxury is hit. So it's, it's yeah. going to be fun. Well, Lance, where can people follow you? At News Lambert. The, there's one more thing that I would be looking sure, at is I'm starting to see in the data and I haven't been sharing it much, but it looks like the markets that have job sectors that are more rate sensitive mm -hmm. and higher end real estate, they're going to get hard, hit harder. It's already happened. I agree. Now I live in one of those areas and I've been talking about it. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I think we're heading, we'll talk about this in video number three, where, where the layoffs are. I think it's going to be tech, very interest rate sensitive and, and find like big banks. And, uh, you know, obviously they're concentrated. So uh, there are some, some areas of the country that are going to be hit. And um, yeah, be careful out there. Lance, yeah. where can people find you? You know, the Moody's model and sorry, you know, at News Lambert, the Moody's model is actually too conservative already for the West Coast drops. Because I don't know, that that's mind boggling how fast the West Coast, which the Moody's model doesn't think is as overpriced but it just moved quickly. Oh, it is. It Yeah. Santa Clara County is down 8, 18% peak to trough already. What do you think it is? You think it's uh, like the tech stocks, the NASDAQ? Oh, I think it's all of that. I, I, I think it, it's, you know, first and foremost, let's acknowledge there are no iBuyers here. So let's just take that off the table, right? iBuyers never really made it to the Bay Area. It is just tech money, RSUs, a lot of IPOs the last couple of years. Um, there was a lot of overhiring, i.e. Meta just laid off 11,000 people. All of those people were getting stock in RSUs and working from home and this, that, the other. Um, yeah, we, yeah, it's just that simple. This is very much, I lived through the dot-com crash. My story starts after the dot-com blow up. And I saw the same crazy behavior. People thinking they're richer than they are. Uh, you know, engineers were making half a million dollars a year being bad at their jobs. And that time's over. And now some of them have to go work again and they're going to have to sell their homes. So, yeah. Um, and, and I look back at the data 2018, actually San Jose posted year over year declines after that mortgage rate. Yeah. Up. Q4. Yep. Q4. Yeah. Of 18. Do you think that was the same kind of like rate sensitive? Did that affect yeah. tech at all that rate move up? That did, it, 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 it was the first time I believe we saw 6%. I think there was a moment where we hit 6% or high fives anyway. And that was just a rate shock. Yeah. It, um, yeah. And, and, and uh, you know, I, I know we need to wrap up, but John Burns Real Estate Consulting, one thing they're seeing is they believe that the housing market today has become more rate sensitive. Um, in the past, there were, there was more products that could come in in a mortgage. Yes. Shop. And they, they think that we saw the early signs of that in 2018 because we reacted, we had a stronger reaction to that than people kind of realize. Uh, for, yeah, the for Cal California, not only the Bay Area, but yeah, California, Q4 of 18, people should go back and look at it, California. The, the market stopped. That's why I call, that's why it was easy for me to call a transaction crash before anybody else. It's like, I know what this is going to, I know how math works. This is going to be a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you, you've nailed that. And, and anything else for me? Uh, if they want to find my work, just Google Lance Lambert Fortune, and I have housing pieces there. I'm usually in front of the paywall for 24 hours, and then after that, they put me behind. So try to read my stories right when they come up.
Read, yeah, exactly. Read them quick. Thanks, buddy.